The other day, I was discussing with my son the recently concluded HBO miniseries, Then I'll Be Gone in the Dark, based on the best-selling book of that same title, written by Michelle McNamara, wife of popular comedian and actor Patton Oswalt. It was, I found, a, a somewhat strange mix of true crime documentary concerning her quest to capture the elusive criminal Joseph D'Angelo, along with biographical reflections about the author. Six hours in length, I wondered what my son's takeaway was from all that. As he is wont to do, my son summed up his thoughts in very few words, quote, she chose poorly, meaning Michelle McNamara. At this juncture, I should add the subtitle of her book was One Woman's Obsessive Search for the Golden State Killer, accent on the word obsessive. As we learned in the miniseries, McNamara would often barricade herself in her bedroom for hours on end, leaving a note on her door for her preschool-aged daughter to not disturb mommy. She would also travel extensively to interview police detectives and D'Angelo's many victims. Now, for a true crime buff, I can see where the Golden State Killer would be the Holy Grail. He is arguably the single most notorious criminal in American history, who ultimately pled guilty to raping 50 women and murdering 12 people. Initially known as the East Area Rapist, or EAR, then the Vidalia Ransacker, it was Michelle McNamara who dubbed him the Golden State Killer. But keeping some perspective here, she was far from the only blogger who wrote about this case. There were dozens of other amateur sleuths in pursuit. She got the book deal because she was clearly the best writer of the bunch, and I'm sure having a celebrity husband didn't hurt. Giving her all due credit, she could certainly turn a phrase. However, her investigative work, as copious as it was, was not what directly led to the capture of D'Angelo. That was done through the long and tedious process of DNA forensic genealogy. Tragically, McNamara did not even live to see the Golden State Killer's arrest. She was so obsessed with this case, she pushed herself far beyond natural limits, taking Adderall in the day to get going and Vicodin at night to come down. An inadvertent drug reaction took her life at the age of just 46. And for what? Her book, The Culmination of Her Aspirations to Be a Writer, was published posthumously. It wasn't as if she needed the money. Patton was able to provide more than adequately for his family, and the miniseries leaves no doubt in your mind he absolutely adored his wife. Then you have their daughter, Alice, Michelle's only child, born relatively late in life when McNamara was 39. A little girl who has to grow up now without a mother. As my son put it, her priorities seemed out of whack to me. 
She let some scumbag take precedence over a loving husband and an apparently delightful daughter. I don't get it. That may be put harshly, but my son has a talent for cutting to the quick. I couldn't help but wonder if Michelle McNamara could have a do-over. Might she have done things differently? I'm sure the HBO miniseries was meant as a tribute to her, but I'm not so sure it turned out that way. What do you think? My email is frank at perfectlyfrankpodcast.com. Until tomorrow. Until tomorrow.